Shameless Media. No matter who you are, where you live, what you do for work, how rich or broke you might be, you're carrying around a secret. We all are. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Justine is sitting to my left. Hello, Justine. Hello, Annabelle. And hosting with me today is the delightful Samantha Andrew. Hi, Hi Sam. Babe. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> Sam, Hi. we got yes. you to prepare a story for us today <laughs> because today we are starting the episode with a game of interrogation. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So this story could be true yep. or it could be completely made up. Yep. It's your call. Yep. It's my <laughs> task to figure out if you are telling the truth or if you are lying. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm famously known for being shit at this game. I'm just, I just have a really shit radar Annabelle for this stuff. I've never got it right. <laughs> really? Every, every time we've done it. <laughs> yes. Less. So like, it's likely that I'm going to believe whatever you say, but anyway, forget but about anyway. that. Just tell your okay. story. Are you ready, Sam? <sighs> I am. Okay. So for anyone that doesn't know, I am a huge musical theatre fan, I right? Know. Yes. I am one tanned character show away from being bloody unbearable. And in high school, that was when it peaked. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with musical theatre. I had seen the great success (laughs) of the musical Legally Blonde, right? The movie Legally Blonde turned Broadway musical. Yes. 16-year-old me went, that's really good. It's all well and good to be singing The Wizard and I at one's vocal night using a karaoke backing track. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not a singer anymore. I'm going to branch out. I'm going to write. I'm a 16-year-old with a Wi-Fi connection and a jotter pad from Officeworks and a piano. <laughs> and I'm going to turn a movie that I love, a well-known teen film, into a musical. Oh. And I went, you know what's got legs? You know what's a good show? <laughs> Princess Diaries, the movie. <gasps> so I... This is so embarrassing. I slaved away in my bedroom over the summer holidays. I locked myself in my bedroom and I wrote some offerings, if you will, for Princess Diaries, the musical, 16-year-old Sam. Look, it's a rotation of four chords because I really didn't know how to play a lot, but I had a lot to say. Yep. Mm. There are the famous can, four chords, though, that can be There are the famous four the, chords. Yeah. And I said, nah, Mia Thromopoulos' story needs to be heard. <laughs> and it needs to be heard <laughs> over some twinkling piano. I went to the depths of my YouTube account, my old YouTube address, my XOXSAM email address, oh. and I found some – this is – I really – this is embarrassing. I found some of them – and I have brought in a recording <gasps> today of one of the songs that I wrote. Oh, this is all very believable. <laughs> I'm trying to use my critical thinking brain though, trying to find holes in this story. This is now, this is the, the song that would happen, the emotional peak of the show in uh-huh. act one. Uh-huh. It's important you imagine Mia on stage with the queen. Yep. <laughs> the queen. She's her ma- grandma. She's just found out she's become a princess. Uh-huh. Right? This is my offering that I wrote at 16. I've brought in, I've converted it into an MP3 and here it is. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) Here is the recording. There's more to this story afterwards. Okay, beautiful. All right. This is Mia's ballad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you sound like a baby. I know. 
can't be alive. <laughs> a princess, shut up. It can't so be. So 16. Because I am just a girl living in San Francisco. My honest mum. Honest mum. Just wait for this rhyme. I can't. Anyway, and then I end with, they say I'm royalty, but what if I want to just be me? me. Wow. I, knew it, I knew it was me. I called it. I, so I did that on Depths of My mm-hmm. YouTube. I then, this is before you could cold DM a celebrity on Instagram. I found a fan email address for Anne Hathaway and I sent her some of these recordings and went, <laughs> Anne, Samantha here from Moravan, budding songwriter. This show has legs. Let's tell me the story. And I sent it to her. It never got a response. Because well, I wasn't sent, her. I sent that. 16-year-old character shoe music theatre head McGee sent it to Anne Hathaway. You know what? Um, you know how in the second movie of Princess Diaries, mm. they have that scene where they're all at a sleepover and yes. they're yes. down on I think that's what sparked your – because they sang there. Yeah. There yeah. was music mm. in the second film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you said that you put it onto YouTube, didn't you? I put it onto YouTube on an unlisted – link so you can oh so i can't look it up yeah so i've got the links no you can't see it it. i was just trying to find holes in your story and trying to see who's (laughs) actually up there i filmed it on a webcam i'm wearing a mink pink you know remember the brand mink pink yeah i'm wearing a mink pink singlet with this like ruffle and my hair's in this ballet bun and i'm like hi my name's samantha this is mia's ballet (laughs) so i'm trying to figure out whether this is a lie or not. Because you know what's hard is that so many of our co-hosts that we have on this season of Everybody yeah. Has a Secret are like good actors. Yeah, really. <laughs> so I just don't know who to believe. Okay, my gut is telling me that this story is true. Yeah. But I think, okay, mm. for the listeners at home, you did take a minute before we started recording to, I don't know, maybe you took a minute to record that recording with like a backing track of something you found on the internet. I don't know. Just then. I don't know. <laughs> How on God's green earth would I have done that in a minute? I don't know. You're a talented lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I reckon your story is true. I'm right? I'm no. Like, no. <laughs> I knew it was false, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give you some credit. Every single part of that is true. But we need to sub out the movie. Oh. So I wrote I wrote Mean Girls, the musical, in when I was 16. Who's and Mia? then they came out. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. No, Mia. Who's Mia? But Mia Thromopolis from Princess no, no, Diaries. No, no, I know. But so that recording was fake. Yeah, I faked it last oh, night. I, I sat at so my piano. I sat at my piano and I was like, "This is Mia's ballad." And I was like, "How would sixteen-year-old Sam write a song?" <laughs> so you wrote Mean Girls the musical, and then they came out with Mean Girls. Then they the came musical. out with Mean Girls the musical. I I actually have some of that on my YouTube on an unlisted account. Um, oh, release it. It's so no, it's so bad. Oh, and Sam. I sent it to Tina Fey. That's the still the oh, truth. Yeah. And did she respond? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam, I really appreciate you sharing that, even though it was a lie. And now I have trust issues. I, I was at my mum and dad's house, <laughs> plonking out this sixteen-year-old me, and mum and dad were like, "Shut up." <laughs> Justine, it is that time of the episode. It is time to hear you so beautifully read out today's secret. Take it away, Justine. Thank you, Annabelle. Annabelle, Sam, here are your envelopes containing this episode's letter. And this secret comes from Margot. Robbie. <laughs> Stop writing into this podcast. We don't have space for you, Margot. For legal reasons. Margot Robbie didn't write Yeah, it was never show. on Neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> this secret really belongs to my best friend. Let's call her Brie. She's married to her high school sweetheart, Hugh, and has two children. 
a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. I've known Bree since uni and she is one of the people I'm closest to in the world. I would do anything for her and I know that she would do anything for me, which is why I have a dilemma. Bree told me that he was not the biological father to her three-year-old daughter and he doesn't know. Oh, that's Uh, big. My friend only told me when her child was about 18 months old. Bree was going through a major health scare and felt that someone else should know the truth just in case something happened to her. She asked me to keep it a secret. Bree also confessed that I was there the night that she met the biological father. I was out one night in the city with Bree for an evening of cocktails, dinner and dancing. While we were at the bar, we met this group of Italian men who were here in Australia on a work secondment for a few months. Bree speaks fluent Italian and immediately started chatting to them, giving them tips on where to visit and what to do in the city in their downtime. It was pretty obvious, though, that she and one of the guys were flirting. Bree and Hugh have been together for a really long time, but this happened when they were going through a rough period in their relationship. They had had their first child, but had been struggling to get pregnant for ages. Hugh was also extremely busy at work and extensively traveling at the time. Anyway, when I saw Brie chatting with this Italian guy, I just figured that she was enjoying the attention that she wasn't getting from her husband and thought nothing more of it. At the end of the evening, she gave her number to all of the guys and told them to call if they wanted any more information about the city during their stay. But I later found out that Brie had gone on to have a three-month affair with the guy she was flirting with. He is the father to her three-year-old daughter. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. This guy has no idea that he's the father. They lost touch after he returned home and she never reached out and told him. Brie and Hugh are in a much happier and stronger place in their relationship now. They've been married for almost a decade. They are trying for a third child. You can't tell that the siblings have different fathers. Their daughter really takes after Brie and their son really takes after Hugh. Funnily enough, their daughter's personality is almost identical to Hugh's. It's interesting to watch nature versus nurture play out. I have only once felt that maybe I should tell Hugh the truth. About a year ago, their daughter ended up in the hospital for a couple of days, and I considered telling him in case there were medical issues involved. But everything worked out in the end. I feel like I am between a rock and a hard place. I can understand why she told me and why it is a secret. I've been friends with Hugh since uni too, and I know it will break his heart if he found out. Does he have a right to know? Is it my place to say something, knowing that it would mean betraying my friend's trust and hurting her husband? Or is it better for this to stay a secret? Sorry, does he have a right to know? Yes. Yeah. This is a dilemma. This is such a big one. What are our gut reactions? This is one of those things where reading it, because I'm not the friend, I go, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. But I know if I was the friend, it's much easier to give advice than actually act it out in the situation. The poor guy. And the the Italian man who doesn't know he has a child. Yeah. Oh, God, I was going to say I kind of understand why this has been kept a secret for so long. It's one of those lie upon lie, like snowball effects. So much time has passed, right? And yeah. then it feels too late to say anything. Sam, I want to delve deeper into this secret yep. with you a bit later. But before we do that, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Sam, 
I want to start this convo by mm. chatting quickly about Hugh and Bree and the nature of their relationship when Bree cheated. He was away, he was travelling for work, he was really busy and things were apparently quite rocky between them. Mm. Do we think that makes Bree's affair more acceptable? Like, I don't. Like by 0.23%. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's hard because I can imagine what's going through her brain is the reason why I'm keeping this a secret is because, you know, at the time he was some Italian guy that was going to go back to Italy and it would have been easy to kind of sever that part of the story because he was no longer like geographically in the picture. Absolutely. But I know that you think that Brie should tell the truth. Yeah. I do as well. <clears throat> yeah. I just don't know if Margot should be the one to tell it. I think it's got to be Brie as well. Yeah. You just can't keep a secret like that. Every minute that ticks by that they are not being honest and truthful about this situation, his life is a lie. Mm. That's so unfair to put that burden on someone else. And also there are so many other parties involved, like so this many Italian other... guy, the child, the daughter. The, da- the daughter. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I fundamentally reject the, about a year ago, their daughter ended up in hospital for a couple of days and I considered telling him in case there were medical issues involved, but everything worked out in the end. Might not the next time. Yeah. My dad's adopted and that's something that we've spoken about in our family. It's like we will never know the medical history of my dad's biological side. Mm. And so I can't even imagine like you have the option here for the answers medically and I don't know. There's just – there's so many layers to this situation. I'm curious from both of you, do you think it was understandable in the first place that Bree didn't tell Hugh or should she have told him immediately? I think – That she cheated or that she was pregnant with – Well, both. The obvious answer, like, as humans, yes, you should be truthful. It kind of goes back to what I said before. I can understand she was probably like, oh, well, this guy's far away. It's quite easy for me to just lie about it. And even if there was confusion around timing as well, maybe she didn't know who the father was. I don't know about whether there was concerns about whether or not. I think she's pretty certain Mm. that, that the kid is not his. In order to sell to her husband that it was their child, though, they must have slept together at some point, right? Yeah. yeah. I absolutely think she should have told him the truth, but I also understand why she didn't. It was probably easy to omit the truth yeah. rather than having to yeah. dig up this story that doesn't display her best qualities. Do we think the situation is less worse if she'd slept with this person in Italy and then she fell pregnant and went, just so you know, I had a one note stand. It's most likely going to be yours, but it could be his. That seems like the smarter choice. Yeah, I agree. But to play devil's advocate, because, I mean, it's always interesting to think about the other side. Yeah. I imagine that it would have been hard for her to weigh up, like, telling the truth, potentially losing my husband, that stability, and also breaking up my family like that. Yeah. Versus omitting this lie that I could probably get away with. Yeah. I think that that draws clarity to the situation and her her thought process at the time. I'm interested in Margot's perspective on this all because it's a tough spot to be in, being the best friend of someone that you love who's made this massive mistake, who morally you know has done something wrong. Yeah. And a lot of other parties, as I said before, are involved. Yeah. What is your stance on like keeping a best friend's secret? Like what are your boundaries? Well, their friendship sounds incredibly rock solid because she says here, I've only once felt that I maybe should tell Hugh the truth. I don't know if you are both different. I feel like that is something that would play on my mind nearly every day. I'm bad at, I'm bad at keeping really big secrets like that. I just don't know how I'd do it. I think I would try in the most delicate way to put the pressure on Brie. Yeah. I say in a delicate way because it's not like 
this isn't weighing on her as well every day. I'm sure she's thinking about it all the time and it is really like messing with her mindset a little bit. I just don't know how much pressure Margot can put on Brie. I hope that she does and she has some sort of sway in this decision because I think someone needs to be putting the pressure on because I think we both agree that the truth should come out for various reasons, for the kids, for the Mm. husband. How old are the kids? Sorry, I just interrupted you. Three and five. Okay, so let's remove all adults from this situation for a moment. Here are two siblings and one of them does not actually know who their real father is. That's devastating. So some people don't know their genetic history, right? Like my father, who I said before is adopted. This is a child, a child that could and they don't because adults are keeping secrets. That's such an unfair position to put a child in and the sibling as well. Yeah. And there could be a set of circumstances where the truth comes out Hugh is devastated, obviously, and I don't know what that means for Hugh and Bree's relationship, but Hugh has helped raise this kid. And the line about nature versus nurture is quite beautiful. And I think there is definitely a chance that they could maintain that relationship moving forward with the truth being out there as well. The line that stood out to me from the first half of this secret was when Margot writes, Brie was going through a major health scare and felt that someone else should know the truth in case something happened to her. She asked me to keep the secret. So it's like Brie knows that she wants it to be out there eventually. Like, you know, if she's not in the position to tell the truth of something would happen to her, she would want Margot to say something. So she would want the truth to be told at some point, which is interesting. I still don't know if if I would say anything if I was Margot, but I think that that is definitely something to consider. Yeah. If you want it to be said at some point, every minute that ticks by is a wasted minute. Yeah. Mm. Let it out. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm pretty like hell bent on this. I just think this needs to be shared. I think it's interesting because I think some people listening to this show might be thinking like, wait, but you said telling the family would be best for the sake of the child and Mm. for the sake of the husband. But what if it isn't? Because Mm. what if they tell, what if they tell the husband and the child and their sibling no longer treats them like their actual sibling. Yeah, Hugh no longer treats the daughter he's helped raise as his own daughter. There's suddenly a difference in how they're all treated. And the real victim of the situation is this little daughter. So is there a world or do you think there is a world where maybe keeping this a secret is actually in the child's best interests? Yes. (laughs) Yes, as well. There is a world. I think that is worst case scenario though. And again, I don't know what kind of bloke Hugh is. I don't know what he's going to do when he finds this out. Mm -hmm. What you said just then, Justine, it's totally valid. But I think being in a relationship where there is this huge lie at the centre of it Mm. can have effects on kids that you just don't know about. Like this could have an effect on the relationship and have trickle down effects on the kids. And I know that at the end of the day, like this Italian person came into her life for a few months and disappeared. He's also a person too. And whilst he was only in her life for three months, he has a whole life of his own imagine if he was someone that desperately wanted a child and hadn't found the right person to have it with and doesn't know that he has a kid out there yeah like that's so devastating within this world we're looking at Brie and we're looking at Hugh but he is just as valid and deserves me to go in for bat for him but like (laughs) do you know what I mean Mm. yeah it's so unfair to just treat him as like oh the fun holiday fling no that's like a that's a fully grown adult with a daughter batting for Brie here for a second I do think that what's going through her mind is, yeah, best case scenario, the Italian guy's like, oh my God, I've always wanted kids. Let's be a family. Yeah. <laughs> but he could not want to be a part of this. He yeah. could find out the truth and be like, I don't care. Like we're not together. I don't want to be a part of your life. I don't want to be yeah. a part of this little girl's life. And then what, Bree's left alone. Of course, it was so shitty of her to have this three month affair. Yeah. But I'm just thinking about 
the family as well and what's probably going through her mind in terms of keeping that family intact and together. Mm. It's just giving assumption central. There's just assumptions everywhere. So Margot has asked us various questions at the end of this secret. Yeah. Does Hugh have a right to know? Yes. What do you think is the best way for him to find out? Should it be Margot? Should it be Brie? Should it be? I recognise I'm being very like passionate on this mic. I recognise that this is a very layered situation as well. And it's it's not going to be easy to let all of this out, but I don't see any harm as well in Margot telling Hugh. I think if Brie really, really, really has passed that burden onto her, maybe that's for a reason and maybe Hugh hearing it from someone that isn't Brie could be a good thing. I think in my mind, you're only- Oh, sorry, in the sense of once Brie and Margot have checked in with each other and it's like they've decided that Margot's going to be the one to tell Hugh Mm. as opposed to Brie has still told me to not tell you because that's just an extra stab to the heart. Yes. Mm. So if Margot and Brie have talked about this and Margot's like, dude, you really got to tell him. Like this really needs to come out and Brie's like, no, no, no. If Margot still then decides that the truth needs to come out, I think she also needs to weigh up how valuable she feels that friendship is. Like if she's willing to let that go, because that is potentially going to happen. Brie's going to be like, whoa, you just like went behind my back and ruined my entire family. Yeah. That is on the cards. But I think it's a moral debate for Margot right now, like to do what's best for everyone, but potentially lose her best friend Mm. or keep it a secret and keep her best friend on her side and keep that relationship together. It's a way up that I wouldn't know how to answer if I was in Margot's position. But I think, like you said before, I think if like health stuff with the kids comes up again, like that holds a lot of weight in my eyes. Yeah. It's something and there's a choice that can be made yes. here with this one. There's an actual choice that just a few adults need to make. So something that I've heard you both say a lot yeah. is that you feel Hugh has the right to know. You yeah. feel like this Italian lover also yeah. has the right to know. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that keeping a child and a child's actual father secret from that father, do you think that that is the worst thing happening here? Like above anything else. It seems like that is where the priority is. I think the cheating is also incredibly bad and and keeping that a secret. Do you think there's anything worse than that? Well, because the child here seems to be the completely innocent third party. Like in a relationship, yes, cheating hurts one of them, the one that's being cheated on. But, you know, sometimes you can work through it, work maybe with a therapist or whatever, Mm. and maybe it was indicative of other problems in the relationship that maybe were the fault of both of them. You know, like sometimes relationships just kind of fall and disintegrate and someone cheats. And like, that is something that a couple can work on. Whereas here, I do agree, Justine, I think that it's the child that is the biggest victim here because they just have this whole side of their DNA they do not know and have the right to know. Yeah. But do you risk splitting up the family or is what is most important telling the father the truth and the kid the truth. I think it's worth it if Brie does it. If Mm. Brie comes to the conclusion that, yes, it's worth it. I don't Mm. know if it's enough for us to say, you know, we're not in Brie's mind. We don't know what's going on. I don't know enough detail here to be able to be like, one option is worse than the other. But I think if Brie decides that it's best to tell the truth, I think she should go for it. And I also think that the line I read out before about her wanting to tell Margot because she's worried it would never get out is quite indicative of the way her gut feels. But maybe it just needs time. Like maybe she needs to sit with it for a bit longer. What do you think, Sam? Yes, sit with it a bit longer, but you've been sitting with it for how many years Mm. now? And then it's just going to become six years and then it's going to become 15 years and then the kids are only going to get older and more intelligent and more curious about 
who they are. But I, un- I understand what you're, this is a really hard situation because I understand what you're saying about like, do we split up a family? But this is a family that like, yes, they've built a great foundation and yes, they were rocky and now they're great. Well, but there's still so many secrets that are just simmering there that also isn't healthy for children to be raised under. Yes. And secret simmering, like I think we don't give enough credit to kids. They can sense all of that shit. Yep. And so sometimes when we hear about like, oh, but should we break up the family or should like when my parents divorced as a kid, I remember afterwards my parents kept being like, oh, are you okay? Like, are you fine? And me and my sister were like, we're better now. Yeah. (laughs) just feel calmer and healthier and that stuff is palpable. Yeah. And I think that parents often don't give kids enough credit for that. Yeah. They're three and five, right? Mm. And we were talking about how it's it's interesting because they're saying you can't tell that the siblings have different fathers. Their daughter takes really after Brie and their son takes after Hugh. Do they mean just personality-wise or physically? I think physically as well. Well, three and five is quite young as well. It's like you never know what these kids are going to look like. Not that looking the same as your parents is like the most important thing in the world, but what happens if like once they grow up and the daughter of this Italian man and Brie actually really starts to grow into her own and doesn't look like her family. Yeah. And I also think that the timing now is probably quite good to, you know, have the truth come out when the kids are so young and it'll become more normal, I guess. Whereas when they're older, it might have more of a psychological effect on them if they find out something so incredibly Mm. huge about their identity that they didn't know about. A lie kept for years. Yeah. Final question. What does Margot do? Well, if I was Margot, I'd put the pressure on Brie. Yeah, I would sit down with Brie. Yeah, that would be first step, I think, would be to have a huge conversation about all of this that you've described in the letter. Yeah. How important it is that you think the truth come out and how hard it is for Margot yeah. to be sitting with this huge secret yeah. about you, Brie, but also about Hugh, who Margot is also friends with. Like, yeah. I think she needs to lay it all out there. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. she will be hearing you and be taking it all in and then she can make her decision. I agree. And I think that this situation needs to be handled with empathy. Like I still feel bad for Brie as well. I don't want to I don't want to sit on this mic and sound like I'm trying to turn her into this villain that's like has a web of all these people keeping secrets for her, but I would be devastated if I found out that that had happened to me growing up and that my father or my mother wasn't who they said they were. Yeah. And like you said before, if who finds this out, we also like can't assume that he'll just be like, right, well, I'm kicking that daughter out of my life. You never know. He might go, this is devastating, but I'm going to deal with this as an adult. But here I've got a five-year-old or a three-year-old in front of me. I don't know whose age of which one, but I've got a five-year-old or a three-year-old in front of me and I love them and I do believe in the power of nurture, which I do, and I'm going to continue to raise this child or co-raise this child with the Italian man if they call the Italian man and he says, I would like to raise her too, or if he goes, that was a night of cocktails, but (laughs) I'm all right. I don't know. There's definitely a chance that Hugh would be able to separate his wife's actions from the love he has for this kid. Yeah. So I think, I mean, all the best with this convo, Margot. Yeah. We're sending our love. We are. Being able to keep a secret like this, you clearly love your friend a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Sam, I think that is all we have time (gasps) for. Okay. (laughs) That is the end of today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. Thank you for joining me today, Samantha Andrew. Thank you for letting me unpack it with you. And as always, thank you to everybody else for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, write us a letter and mail it to our PO box. You'll find all the details about where to send your letters in our show notes. Of course, if the old school mail system isn't your thing, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. See you next Friday. See you.
This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.